If you're looking for success, it's in the details. Small hinges move big doors. And now your host, Karen Allen. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of In the Details. I'm your host, Karen Allen. You know, I don't spend a lot of time scrolling on social, but when I do, and when I see a little burst of positivity, I'm hooked, like immediately. (laughs) I'm so grateful for the content, you know, I just kind of send like a loving thought to the creator, and I usually also save them for future good vibes. Today's guests are a part of that beautiful army of creators whose artwork is a bright spot in our feeds. Janine and Josh are the creators of Tubby Nugget, an adorable cartoon character who reminds us to do things that are good for the mind, body, and soul. So let's get in the details with Janine and Josh. Welcome, friends. Hey. Hi. Hi. That is one of the that, loveliest that, introductions we've ever That was ever an amazing <laughs> intro. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so honored. Oh, <laughs> well, it's from the heart. It's from the heart. Thanks, That's Karen. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I'm Janine. And of course, this is Josh. And yeah. we're both really happy to be talking about Tommy. here. A little bit about ourselves. Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, let's start with ourselves. <laughs> let's yes. start with who is Josh? Who is Janine? And we can get into where the idea uh, originated for Tubby Nugget, but mm. I'd love to just hear like, what are some of your passions that kind of put you on the path to now having Tubby Nugget as uh, not just, it's actually not just, and we'll get into this, you know, on social media, but you have this entire e-commerce business behind it as well. But prior to this, what were you all doing in your individual spaces? And Janine, let's start with you. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, for me, uh, I knew that I was always going to be a creative uh, uh, since I was pretty young. Uh, My parents knew that I was a big book nerd and that I personally just loved storytelling. And they saw that when my dad used to read storytelling books to me as a kid. And they saw that I also had a big aversion to anything apart from English and reading and writing. And so they knew that somehow this girl is going to end up writing stories. And we don't know how, but I think it's in our best interest to support that. And so when I got into college, I went into screenwriting and I fell in love with the ability to tell a story in a way that other people could feel the same feelings that I was feeling and didn't know how to necessarily cope with yet. Mm. And that's how I ended up uh, going into a career where I wanted to be a full-time screenwriter. And that's when I ended up meeting Josh. We met through a film program in 2015 uh, hosted by Jubilee Media. It was a Jubilee, it was like the Jubilee Fellowship. And Josh ended up being the director of my team, and I ended up being the screenwriter. And the two of us synced so well as storytellers, and then eventually we started dating soon after the program. So it's been about seven and a half years that we've been together. Someone needs to screenwrite that love story. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> we wait until you. It where we've been. It's like a bunch of goofballs since the start, which I think just bleeds into how we do Tubby Nugget. <laughs> Like, we just really love creating funny content together and funny, but meaningful, I think has always been like a very big mission for the two of us. And so Tubby Nugget came out of 2016 as an inside joke. And uh, we made it our partnership and our business in like 2018. Uh, But before that, we really were going down the avenue of like, oh, we're going to be full-time filmmakers. This is where our paths are going to lean. And 
I'll leave it to Josh to introduce himself and where he was when he met me. Yes. And then yeah. we're going back to that inside joke, but go ahead, Josh. Oh, yes. oh boy. <laughs> we'll get back to that. You know, I'm putting a pin in that one already. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, like Janine said, I think uh, I I definitely thought I was going to be a uh, filmmaker growing up. I think I always had a passion for drawing, but I also had a lot of insecurity about my drawings just because, you know, I felt like I wasn't as good as like other people. Uh, I couldn't draw hands. That was really tough for me to draw. And for some reason in my brain as a teenager, I was like, oh, I'm not that good at drawing, but I still want to tell stories. I, I love telling stories. That's my, like, probably my number one passion in life. So, oh, I'll be a filmmaker instead. That's easy. I can tell stories that don't need to draw as if, as if filmmaking is, uh, is much easier. easier. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and you need a lot of people and money to do it. <laughs> so... So yeah, I moved to LA in 2015, where like like Jenny said, I met her uh, through the Jubilee Fellowship uh, filmmaking program, and um, yeah, we started this filmmaking journey. I was pretty knowledgeable in visual effects and motion graphics, so I you know I used those tools to my to my advantage. Yeah, it's just uh, after a while, I think we kind of hit a um, like a standstill in our progress as filmmakers, especially for mine. Like I was working for other, you know, doing freelance, you know, visual effects and motion graphics for other people. But I, I was uh, freelancing as a producer at the time as well. So I was yeah. just doing like, we were both doing other people's projects a lot. Right. Mm. And I didn't, the, the, the whole reason we got into filmmaking was to tell stories, but that, that storytelling uh, itch wasn't really being scratched. And we were just like, man, I think we kind of have to do our own thing. Like, no one's gonna, we like, like we've built our careers in a, it's in a way where we're we're helpful to other people, but not necessarily helpful to ourselves and what's what we want, you know. And uh, I kind of we just made this uh, switch in my mind where I was just like, okay, no matter what, I don't care if I'm making less money. Uh, I'm just gonna we want I want to start our own thing. You know? yeah, absolutely. And after a few failed attempts, which we're not going to talk about, <laughs> I mean, we can't, Failure, we, failures we, are part of growth. We they can't talk about it, actually. You we know, what? I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to talk about it. I like it. <laughs> I'm like, Dude, you forget uh, who show you're on. I will break you true. open, Josh. And we'll uh, talk oh, about I love that. Failures. You know what? <laughs> uh, consider me broken. <laughs> oh, man. The ideas were so bad. It was like a, I tried doing a. Fortnite was like popular at the time, the video game. Tried doing like a Fortnite YouTube channel. Ah, it was such a such a bad idea. <laughs> he was editing uh, for somebody else. At yeah, the time, someone actually. and someone else. We weren't playing it, just to be clear. Uh, <laughs> not that I, I'm also not good at Fortnite. So it was we tried doing like a puppet, like a puppet that re reviews movies. We never even finished a puppet. It's uh, it was it was really sad. We we like I think like five years later we threw out the puppet and we were just like kind of sad about it because mm. it represented failed attempts but it was but 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 then eventually we stumbled upon tuppy nugget and uh Janine, do you want to talk about how, how yes that we need to talk about how yes, this course. came to be and yeah. so what's the, you can start with the inside joke if you'd like to oh i'd be happy oh, of course. to okay. well, I mean, that's how so, it all started you know? yeah. <laughs> for context josh and i have been together since 2015 of course but uh i was never so good at pet names so my go-to nickname for him was nugget and so I used to call him my little nugget. <laughs> and, and I was like, I was like, that's a, that's a silly nickname. So I, I started drawing 
little nuggets on my phone and sending it to her. Yeah, which, which would yeah. I wish I could, I wish this, there was like a visual component that we could show people where like he quite literally it looked like he was drawing on Microsoft Paint on his phone, yeah, and he would yeah. draw like hand drawn little like nuggets that had like these little faces and personalities, and he would just draw them to make me laugh. And he was like, "This is a nugget," and like this is great. And he had given this nugget like a little round belly, and every time he was in it. I would like, <laughs> every time he gets tubbier, I'm so happy. He's like a little tubby nugget. So this is 2016. Yeah. And so it became an inside joke between the two of us. And anytime I was feeling down or like needed a laugh or he just needed to like interrupt my day, he would send me a nugget over Facebook Messenger. And that was like our silly inside joke. And eventually my like, our cheeks hurt from smiling <laughs> at how adorable this is. Like my whole jaw. Is oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> There, there were a couple of times where you we would you would have like full on conversations with Tubby Nugget. I would like you would I message would. and then I would just I would quickly because I could draw these Tubby Nuggets in like, you know, five seconds, you know, so I would just draw one real quick, send it back, you know, and so Janine, it would it would make you laugh. And it would just crack know. me up that like we, we created this whole little personality around this little silly nugget that would interrupt our lives. And sometimes it just made it easier talking through like hard times as well with each other because helped us take life a little less seriously or like helped me like feel like I could open up in a very vulnerable way. So to it was just nugget. an inside joke. <laughs> yes, I was just opening up to this little nugget. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that was uh, like, eventually our friends saw it on my phone. Like we it became an inside joke amongst friends where it's like, oh, little, little nuggets. Josh would literally draw with his finger like these nuggets into our friends' photos. And they became like the first live action tubbies. And it was so silly. And it's just something that we enjoyed. Like, I think in 2018, he just started posting them for our friends and family on his Instagram. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I that was back when the two of us were also starting to feel like that hollowness. We we're just like, mm -hmm. oh, like we really love being creatives. But I think for the longest time, we weren't doing things that felt meaningful to us. Mm -hmm. So we weren't really telling the stories that we wanted to tell. I was doing a lot of commercial work and production at the time. And Josh mm -hmm. was also working uh, like for visual effects for a bunch of other companies. And so we tried all these little side projects that Josh had mentioned. It didn't really work out the way we wanted because it's it, nothing clicked. And then uh, 2018 happened. And I had like, eventually I was actually supposed to work for a new channel in a writer's room. And I was really excited for it. And I was like, oh, this is my, my time to be a full-time film creative. Mm -hmm. And I was working as like a computer teacher at the time to pay my way through college. And I was so excited, but I was also dealing with a lot of health issues at the time. And my doctors, because I had been coming in so often, not being sure about what my diagnosis was, they essentially recommended that I take a year off. And they're like, this is not the time to be like committing to a new job, committing to like a new workplace where you have to show up all the time. I think you should take a year off. And I felt devastated. And a year off, like for me as a workaholic, a year off just did not sound feasible to me. Mm -hmm. And so not part of the plan, right? We always have this like plan that we lay out. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Yes. This was like Thanksgiving of 2018. And I talked to Josh about it. We had a plan. We had planned to go visit his family in New York. And he's like, let's just go on this trip, like take some time to think about it together and, you know, just focus on what we can do to lift your spirits and keep your health up. And so we went, we talked about the things that do bring us joy at the moment. And uh, for us, it was Tubby Nugget. 
And it was like those silly posts we were making for our friends and family. And we thought, like, how funny would it be if, like, we grew the account to, like, 10,000 followers by the end of 2019? So we'll make comics together. Like, you can write them. And I'll, like Josh was saying, I'll draw them. And we'll just have this, like, happy thing that we can go to while you're, like, taking this year off. And the thing that you guys have been going to just together in your own messenger, which I actually hope because it's Facebook messenger, you have those saved somewhere. We have so many of them saved. It's ridiculous how many he has made for me. Oh man. Yeah. Josh and I just, uh, after that, after that December, we were like, let's start posting. Yeah. And by the, I think it was a month later. In January, January 11th, I believe, of 2019, we we hit those 10,000 followers far before the end of 2019. And yeah. we realized that we had something really special. And Wow. Wow. Yeah. What was that moment like when you were like, I set a goal that I thought I was going to hit 12 months from now, but I did it in four to six weeks. <laughs> what was that <laughs> moment like? Josh, do you want to share how you felt? To be honest, I still feel this way like often <laughs> where we keep setting goals and I'm just like, there's no way we'll hit that. And, uh, and I think it's, it's, uh, my tendency to like underestimate ourselves, you know, and just kind of like, Oh, if I, if I'm a, if I'm a little pessimistic, I won't be disappointed if we don't hit it, you know, You're not get like, my it, hopes too high. I'm yeah, cautiously. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I, I think I, sh- I should probably s- stop doing that, you know, but, but it's, uh, yeah, I, I think that in that moment, I remember having, you know, go be up being out with my friends and the, my phone just kept buzzing because we, we, at the time we would get a notification mm-hmm. anytime someone followed us. And I was just like, what the heck is happening here, man? You know? <laughs> and yeah, no, it was, it, it felt really good because we had been as, you know, as a little project, we had been trying to grow the account and we had uh, tried out a lot of different ideas. Originally it was the account was just what Jenny described me drawing Tubby Nugget into photos. There, there was no, there wasn't really any story, any like narrative, but uh, then, then we tried, you know, putting Tubby Nugget in memes and then we eventually one, but when we started doing actual stories, actual web comics of Tubby Nugget, it just started blowing up, mm-hmm. and uh, that was that was really really exciting. What do you think it was about that approach, though, that started to connect more deeply than your previous attempts? Yeah, I think I also I think we just didn't. For me, I didn't really understand how social media could the possibilities of social media how it could work with stories in my head oh you go to instagram you post a picture of yourself you know i mean like that's that. totally what it was in 2018 2019 like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so the idea of like posting like a story like telling a story uh like like a, a comic that you would see in the newspaper or like you know like a Kevin and hobbs type of you know like story just it wasn't was kind of weird to me you know for myself uh like i i had introduced josh to a lot of web comics and yeah. so web comics was a huge thing that i was like reading in my spare time and a lot of our friends are now like some of our fellow web comic artists but it's this format of storytelling through like what's most accessible which is in this age social media and digital like space and so seeing all these other webcomic artists putting their stories online I was just like this could be really fun for the two of us we'll just post our stories on the same or post our stories on the same Instagram that we've been posting all these other like silly tubby nugget content 
-hmm. And it ended up being the best distraction I needed. Uh, Well, (laughs) less of a rest period and more of like a Russian to like. I always, I always found it ironic that the doctor told you to take a year off and you started a business. <laughs> unintentionally. That, was it unintentionally, though? Really You're like, sorry, doc, yeah, yeah. but what had happened was... <laughs> I, I still have the same primary care physician, and when I told her, she was just like, so how, how has your rest been? And I was like, right, so I work from home now. And she was just like, oh, what are you working on? I, I, you see, like, funny story. I like... It was supposed to be my rest, but apparently I'm not very good at that. And so we, I I like shared with her about how Josh and I initially were telling stories together for fun, saw that audience grow so rapidly when they started asking for like, oh, Tubby Nugget Merchant, Tubby Nugget Plush Toys. We're like, oh, how do we make those? Yeah, that sounds doable. I have the time. So it's like learning learning stuff online while Josh was still freelancing this entire time. So he was still doing visual effects and directing jobs for all these other big companies. And I'm just like at home, like doing online courses and being like, how do I start an LLC? And how do I get a plush toy made? And how do I open a business account, like business banking account? Oh, I have to have the business. It was just a whole thing where I was like, oh, so I guess we're an LLC now, Josh. And I know we don't, we don't necessarily have to make this like a full-time thing, but at least we can get the plush toys made. So it's a whole, yeah. whole journey of crazy yeah. experiences and and figuring it out, right? Like that's literally the journey of being yeah. an entrepreneur. Oh my Especially gosh, yeah. when you, I love how you mentioned a little bit back. It's like, you just kind of asked yourself, like what would bring me joy? Which mm-hmm. a lot of people have started to do that because we're breaking that old narrative of work has to feel grueling and you mm-hmm. just have to yeah. like do this thing because it really is transactional for you to be able to survive and to live, not actually something Absolutely. you should feel connected to or purpose from, you know, but there's that whole shift now, which is actually very, very beautiful. I did not, we both started before the world was like, oh, there's meaningful work out there that we can do. And we give (laughs) ourselves permission to do it. So with both of us being ahead of that wave, it is the same though. I think wherever you fall, if you have decided to pursue what brings you joy, it starts to become a different relationship with work because even though your primary care was like, take this time off, you were working, but I'm sure that it was not bringing the same levels of stress and demands that it would have if you were doing the other phase of work, which is transactional. Yeah, no, I, I mean, Josh and I are so grateful for that is that it not only allowed me to work from home during a time where that wasn't really a thing for a lot of people, it brought me a lot of joy to be doing it and I felt like oh I can be in the space where I'm healing myself both outwardly and inwardly and feel supported and loved and like not like I'm stuck in my situation where I feel very helpless and he kind of gave that uh offered me that autonomy to be like hey like I you have my support and I will be here to support you and this business because we're both having fun we're both doing what we love he ended up quitting his uh his freelancing actually and investing all of his savings into Tubby Nugget. And so that's how we bought the first batch of plush toys, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. And I know that this is very personal for both of you as you've, you know, talked about from it just being a text exchange to also just being something that you found is bringing your inner circle joy. But Describe the feeling of seeing Tubby help so many because that's really what it's grown to. It's not like, oh, that's so nice. It's like, no, this is 
helping me to actually look at parts of myself. It's helping me to connect and see how other people are journeying through their emotional or mental health and well-being. I mean, just the way that Tubby is transformed into like a space that is actually providing, whether it's comfort, direction, tools, fun stories. I mean, it's just, it is actually what you all were doing together is now doing that for so many. So how, how would you describe the feeling of, of seeing that evolution? In short, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. And I'm like, I have so much gratitude for the fact that this is our full-time jobs. And it's something that doesn't even feel like a job when we're doing the most fun parts of it. Josh, mm-hmm. you want to share a little bit about how you? Oh yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely overwhelming. It's hard to like imagine that many people again because obviously we see the the comments you know and uh we see people uh letting us know just how much tubby nugget means to them you know like families couples you know uh it's just it's it's really just it is hard to take in because yeah i think we get after what because I, I think the first time we got these comments i was just like wow this is amazing you know and then you get uh thousands of them you know mm-hmm. every week Mm-hmm. And it's it's like wow, I f- this work feels really important, but also that uh, maybe if I think about it too hard, it did like it starts getting a little stressful in my head, you oh, know. Yeah. And so we kind of just it it kind of just let it you know run over me and just just be like, okay, this is amazing, honestly. Yeah. And I know the work we're doing here is important because there was a, there was a portion of time early on when as we were growing, where I was like, man. I guess I'm just drawing cartoons, you know, this is my new job, you know, mm-hmm. and then it quickly, it's, it's, it's don't, I don't really want to put too, too much like importance on something that isn't there. Cause I know like, there's that stereotype that every business, their mission plan is to like change the world, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, I don't want to be like, you know, do that. But, and, but then I looked at the impact we were having on people. I'm just like, oh, wow, this is, this is real, you know? It's and undeniably helping yeah. to change these people's lives. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really humbling. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I couldn't be more, like Janine said, I couldn't be more grateful just to be doing this every day and, and just, yeah, bring, bring a little light into, mm-hmm. you know, into people's lives through social media, which is, mm-hmm. you know, can be mostly a negative place. Um, Absolutely. Well, I think about the world that we're in. And I remember uh, talking to a therapist about this one time. And I was like, there's so much heaviness in the world yeah. that yeah. for me to share something that is light or for me to, you know, bring encouragement or hope or anything. It was like, I was feeling this internal tension of like, yeah. I don't know. This feels kind of like awkward and I'll never forget what he said. And I feel like this is absolutely the space that you all are in too. He's like, there's no shame with bringing light to a dark Mm. world because this world needs it. And I think about social media and just how you all have occupied that space in such a positive way where, I mean, it literally is a bright spot on someone's feed. You know, Mm. it makes them feel something that is not heavy or dreadful. It's something that's uplifting that then creates a ripple effect into the rest of their day. And so it's like this a deeper appreciation that our gifts can be a vessel of light to so many people. And yeah, it may have come through, you know, through a cartoon and and storytelling, but I actually think that's very beautiful how it brought you right back full circle to where you both started individually on separate sides of the country or world, (laughs) you know, however, respectively, but, but now what you have as you have found your way back to these places that together in harmony, they are doing exactly what they're meant to be, which is to, to 
bring this light to the world. So I think it's, yeah. that's so beautiful. And you did yeah. mention that you started to get requests for plushies, which who doesn't love a plushie? I mean, they're so squishy and sweet. But when did you all decide to make that uh, transition or expansion, I should say, to e-commerce? Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's actually part of the craziness of the story is that, first, like, first of all, we were still dealing with the feelings of, oh my gosh, there's a lot of people who connect with this character. A plush story couldn't possibly be that difficult to make. I've, I've seen people make stuff for their merch stores it turns out it's a lot more work than expected but because i didn't have a job i was like well i have time and so i went down this rabbit hole of like oh how to form an llc how to like make sure we're like being like we have like our sales certificates uh turns out you have to get like plush toys registered and so like learning all of this minutia that i like i i guess like i don't think i could find any one place mm-hmm was one of the most like intriguing parts of my journey where I was like, Josh, I think this is going to be a little bigger than we initially thought because like, first of all, buying like a whole batch of plush toys is like a whole ordeal. Like we need like to get in contact with like a shipping freight manager. We need to have a place to store them. We need to Mm -hmm. figure out packaging and make sure all of the proper legal labels are on all of the plush toys. And it's just a whole journey of oh, this is probably going to be a very small, easy job and into, oh, turns yeah. out. Said every business over ever. Like, oh, I just, <laughs> owner, you're like, oh, I just have to do this. Uh-uh. Yeah. You say you have one goal. There's 45 tasks under that one goal. To get. <laughs> oh my gosh. Absolutely. Like it's, I, I think we've just made Google docs upon Google docs of, of steps that we've had to take. And I think right at that time, Josh and I were like, oh, this is the casual thing that we're doing. It's just very fun. We have our little audience. And we were both having so much fun with it. We're like, well, we already told people we were working on plush toys. I think we can commit to this. And I talked to Josh about it and I was like, do you like want to invest a little more time into what we're doing together? And he decided to quit his freelancing and just dive into doing Tommy full time with me in like March of 2019. And so became an LLC, uh, finally got our plush toys into uh, Los Angeles in June of 2019. Mm. And then at that point, the account was continuously growing and growing yeah. and growing. And we're just like, okay, now I'm not sure if we ordered enough plush toys. <laughs> <laughs> I think on the first day that we finally opened the store, cause we were showing people the prototype the entire time. We we're like, so it turns out the plush toy is gonna take like another month or two to make, sorry. All these people were joining and following and seeing the plush and falling in love with Tubby. On the first day that we we opened our online store, we made over like 200 sales immediately. And that was for us at the time, like incredible. And we're like, okay, may have overestimated uh, our manpower. Uh, We stayed up until like 6 a.m. with friends because we had promised to put handwritten letters in every single package. Yeah, that was a really bad idea. (laughs) I was going to ask, were there any lessons that you've learned from early on? Oh, yeah. I would say that would be one lesson for sure. That is very, very high up there. If (laughs) if you're listening to this and you have one of those handwritten notes, please email us. And because I would love to see that. (laughs) Yeah. And we be reminded of the labor. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so delirious. We also like didn't think people were gonna buy expedited shipping. And so everybody paid for this expedited shipping option that we had. And we were like, oh my gosh, Josh, we have to mail these out tomorrow. Because we also didn't know anything about like USPS shipping time. And so a few of our friends actually came over and we were just 
packing and writing letters and driving pack like boxes and boxes of the plush toys over to the USPS Postal Service nearby. And we're just like, well, that was insane. Yeah. We realized yeah. we're just like, okay, I think this is I think this is it. This is this is what I want to do. As crazy and as difficult as it was. There's a lot of gratitude that came with that too, where we had turned the plush toy into like a part of Tubby Nuggets narrative where when you buy a nugget, you adopt a nugget in the actual story of Tubby Nugget, where he comes from Nuggetville and he gets adopted by the two of us. And the reason he comes to Earth is because he's looking for a place where he can be himself and he finds that home with the two of us and we're the ones who give him the name Tubby. Mm -hmm. And so these other nuggets from Nuggetville end up coming down to Earth because they follow Tubby's footsteps and they need homes of their own. And so whenever somebody buys a plush toy, uh, they're actually buying their own nugget and give, they would come with little adoption certificates and they're a part of Tubby Nugget's narrative in that sense. Oh. I really loved that. Uh, who came up with that idea? It is something that I worked on with Josh. I We were writing the origin story for Tubby Nugget yeah. as a precursor to the release of the plush toys. Mm. And he allowed me to be like my little creative. He allowed me to be a little creative nugget and was just like, I want you to not think so much about what is going to sell well, but what feels right for Tubby's story. And See how that all goes back to the feeling of like, what feels right? We yeah. all have that internal like guiding compass, right? Mm -hmm. And you guys are such a great example of when you follow that, when you honor that, how much that helps to move the vision forward, right? Yeah. And, and, and bring into your life the things that you actually most desire. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was about to say, like, I feel like so many questions I asked on, on our creative journey was like, oh, what software do I use? Or what, um, mm -hmm. how do people market, you know, something, you know? And I think the, the truth is like, we actually had all those answers inside us the entire time on how to be creative and all these like, you know, small technical new questions we're just kind of like me trying to uh, address my fears of feeling inadequate, right? Or mm -hmm. feeling like I wasn't able to like do this. But when we, when when Janine wrote the origin story, it was yeah, like like you said, it wasn't because like oh this would be a great marketing tactic. It would be like oh we really well, we like start this. with a hook, right? Is yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we really just liked telling this story, and turned out that a lot of other people liked that story as well. Yeah. And yeah, no, that was, that was really, it was really fun. Just even outside, like we would have told that story regardless, even if we weren't selling a plush toy, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think when we just leaned into what was fun and, and uh, inspiring for us, I think the marketing just came a lot more naturally. It, it, mm -hmm. it felt a lot more unnatural when we were trying to write a carefully crafted uh, email Mm -hmm. or whatnot uh yeah. even though those are effective too right but absolutely yeah. but i think it was just more uh, it gave us a lot more energy to do something that was fun and different and that felt more like us you know absolutely so. absolutely i love how you say that because i think that's something we all need to tap into a little more is doing mm -hmm. what's right for us and not just what we researched on the internet yeah. And, yeah. And, and i and i've actually i thought about this in my own work because there was a time where you know i like i said 
in the intro, I don't, I'm not really on social media a lot, mm -hmm. like my own personal reasons. I'm just like, yeah, it's, yeah. I can oh, use it as a business tool, you know, yeah. but I don't want to like put my whole life on there. And so I remember when I was, I switched gears to, okay, how can I use this as a teaching tool? I would like script out 30 seconds of what I need to say or this. And I was like following all the different ways that people would do it. And it never felt like me. Yeah. And so then I would do one and I would just like randomly start talking. I would just like pick up my phone. I had a moment. I was like, let me just mm. like say this really quick. And those were the ones that always went viral. Mm -hmm. The thing always like, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of views. And you're like, how did this even happen? And I yeah. think it goes back to exactly what you all are saying is when you follow and you know what's right, then it's going to do what it was meant to do as opposed to trying to follow a scripted way. And that's also because we're all so different. You know, the yeah. gifts that we bring to the world, the perspective we bring to the world, and we're connected through it because we're all a part of this, you know, big family of humanity. But by bringing our uniqueness to it, that's what also I think helps people to connect to it as well. Not just the commonalities, but also those uh, unique differences. Yeah, absolutely. We, we have this rule that the more time we spend on an animation the less viral it goes the, <laughs> the less time we spend or the ones we think like ah let's just throw this one up there and it was like oh that's that one viral cool it's almost, it almost like yeah. a test like a testament to how like i think when we overthink it and we're like oh are people gonna like love this or connect with this like we probably need to make it look like this or make it sound like this it, it that's not there's no equation oh, early on so i was i was always doing that constantly like janine would write a comic and i would be like okay let me uh let me do some revisions you know let me give you some notes because obviously if i give you notes if we revise it the second version is always better than the first version right and uh that's not necessarily true <laughs> um so so yeah i think we just learning just to like go with the flow and just Put something out there right? yeah yeah not like for me especially because you know i'm animating it it takes me about maybe like four hours you know to, to animate a video and during those four hours i can just be overthinking a lot of things i'm just like man okay well, is there a way i can hook people in you know into the video within the first second you know um but then i start thinking about it too much i'm just like man just just post it, man. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, exactly. You're really gonna burn yourself out over this. And 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 it's happened enough times where I've overthought so many things and we've posted it and it does it does all right. You know, we, we get gets the average amount of views, you know, or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And then realizing that, oh, when we just kind of like follow our our instinct and follow what feels true and and fun and inspiring for us then that's that's the best i mean like th that's not even a guarantee that things will go viral but it, it just gives us energy and it's fun you know it's more exactly. sustainable you know exactly yeah. oh that energy absolutely mm -hmm. yeah. and it frees up your energy because you exactly. could be wasting that time overthinking i mean this is me this is me sharing my own <laughs> stuff oh, like, i love it wasting time over <laughs> when i could have moved on to the next thing right and you yeah. keep your mm -hmm. energy in flow so where what inspires tubby's messages uh i know you all are continuing to still put out content you know five years yeah. later five years later yeah five years later or five four? years yeah since uh 20 let's see since january of 2019 was, oh four years okay gotcha. oh yeah yeah wow be five. Be five years soon. Yeah. <laughs> but um i think it has a lot to do you you, you asked what what inspires yeah. uh tubby nuggets message mm -hmm. 
we talk about this constantly where the two of us would not be where we are if we didn't have the help of everyone else who loved and supported us on the way here. And every aspect of Tubby Nugget has come to fruition because of loved ones who reached out and were like, hey, like, I know somebody who runs a freight company. I know somebody who uh, has like who makes plush toys. I know somebody who has like a 3PL to help distribute your your plush toys. Even meeting Eugene, Eugene is actually somebody who is our business coach. He's somebody that we met in 2015 together at that film fellowship program. So he was actually the director of the fellowship program back then. And I think because we're always trying to surround ourselves with people who have that loving spirit, who are honestly a lot like Tubby, that inspires the message of Tubby Mm -hmm. because Tubby is not where he's at without the help and the aid of his friends and his family and the people who allowed him to be himself, allowed him Mm. to help others and love others and just be excited to be on earth. And that's goes for the two of us too, where I think everyone we've met on this journey has inspired us to continue giving, continue like being the kind of person who loves like with a very unashamed kind of spirit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love that. Josh, is there anything you want to add? Oh, so the question was like, what inspires Tubby Nugget? And I, yeah, 100% agree with everything Janine said. I would also say that it, I, I actually have, I don't think I've told Janine this, but in, in, inwardly, I've always thought of Tubby Nugget as kind of like a celebration of, of who Janine is. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> because, That's really sweet. <laughs> because I think, yeah, a lot, I mean, so many of the comics, so many of the animations are just, things you do like the, the, the viral songs that we've Aww. created it's literally it's Janine just going yeah it's, she's just she's just humming to herself in the kitchen and then I'm behind her like a creep with a microphone like yeah say that again that sounds like a viral video you know I'll, do it. I'll be just like humming to myself yeah. I'll turn around he's got his little phone out <laughs> sing that again that oh smells like a million views to me <laughs> But no, <laughs> sorry, oh, I'm making it sound worse than it is. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I really think like Tubby Nuggets, something like obviously Janine, you know, she voices the character. So much of her personality is in that character. And Janine is someone who, you know, loves people unconditionally. You know, me, I'm from New York. I'm very cautious <laughs> of people. I'm like, yeah. I don't like, I deal don't, with people. That's about don't it. Trust people. Yeah. Okay. Every nugget needs their Nobby. Nobby oh, yeah. is Nob- one of Tubby's best friends. Yeah, and I want, like, I think that Tubby would not be so lovable if he was not surrounded by other characters who like contrast his personality, but still mm. love in their own ways. Where I that's think like true. Josh has like the most ridiculous sense of humor too that still comes out in Tubby Nugget. Mm. But I I love the fact that he's more sarcastic and more like silly and more like, oh, you are such a little, you're yeah. such a little like crazy person, but I love you. And I think we all need friends who balance us out like that. Yeah. I'm going to ask you all to continue gushing on each other. Because <laughs> every Well, you know, listen, every partnership comes with its challenges. Oh, absolutely. And, and the fact that you all have stayed true to the vision of Tubby, that you have uh, collaborated in a way where it was able to evolve and to grow. And, you know, all of that is very, very beautiful. So I'll start with you, Janine. What do you think makes your partnership work? So here's the crazy thing. Josh and I were 
told so many times when we started this business together, do not go into a business with your partner, with your spouse, with your loved one. We were just like, well, we're too late. (laughs) We're already here. (laughs) This was like at a time where we had just gotten our first investment from Snap Mm -hmm. and all these business professionals uh, in were mentoring us and we were like, oh no, are we in trouble? I mean, at the time we were still learning so many new things together. Uh, There was a lot of like, I want to say like a lot of imposter, a lot of imposter syndrome and a lot of feeling like, oh my gosh, we're, we're not like, we're not strong enough to be in this position. And we almost gave up on ourselves so many times. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason that this works so well for us now is we reached out for help. And Mm. that's when we met our business coach, Eugene. And we were like, Hey, at the time he was actually just consulting us as a friend. We knew that he was like coaching these other entrepreneurs and we're like, Oh, I guess technically we're entrepreneurs now. Hey, Eugene, how do we, how do we do this? Formalize this? Cause we need some help. We, We did. After the snap program, we ended up asking him formally like, Hey, we're in distress. And I think that we need, to like hire someone and we would really love it if it was someone that we trusted and loved already who's a friend Mm -hmm. and he really helped us see that you cannot run a business whether it's solo with a partner with a team if you are suffering mentally and if you are constantly acting out of fear and out of a need to survive so he basically asked us in our sessions to break down every part of how we operate together, how we operate alone, why, what puts us in fear state, what makes us feel afraid to just be our most authentic selves. And Josh and I realized that at our, at our lowest, we were eating at each other's insecurities. And so when we would just have these conversations about like, Hey, I'm, I'm feeling really unworthy of being in this position the other would just balance uh, us out and be like, hey, like, I really trust your creative, uh, like your creative spirit. And I want you to know that I see your worth and I see what you bring to this company, what you bring to Tubby. And the two of us just became a lot more familiar with that habit of checking in and being like, hey, I'm feeling afraid and I'm feeling like I'm going to mess this up. And I think it became all about prioritizing how we were doing mentally before we started investing in the actual details of the business, which was, oh, okay, let's build our team. Let's build our finances. Let's have a great website. All of those things had to come afterwards. And it's just talking to each other. It sounds simple, but it's not. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful two part process where it's you know one vulnerability, but then the other one is how you love on someone else and how mm-hmm. you fill their cup and how you help them to mm-hmm. see the things that they're not seeing. But I guess another way to say it is to create you know a soft space for them to land, and so oh, I love that. a little plushy space for them to land. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, Josh, what would you say? How, how does this? Uh, what do you think makes this partnership work? Yeah. Well, just to just to rewind the clock a bit, I I, I will uh, I'll say that after yeah, after Janine mentioned we got an investment from Snapchat to run the business. After we got it, there was a period of time where we considered quitting Tubby Nugget just because of the pressure, right? I think I was going through 
you know, this this phase where I was like, like I mentioned earlier, I was like overanalyzing, overthinking things. I was like uh, nitpicking every comic that Janine wrote. And I just, I, I didn't know why, but I just kept doing it, you know? And it was really, uh, our, our, even our, at the time, I'm mean, be honest there, our relationship wasn't great just because this tubby nugget idea that had started from something that was so wholesome and so uplifting and just just like an inside joke between the two of us had suddenly become this sore spot with this 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 business idea that now it's just like man this is not even really that fun anymore because Janine would write a comic and then I would you know try to make it better you know and she, she would feel like her work wasn't good enough and so she would feel less motivated to write. And me being in my fear brain survival state was just like, we got to make money. We got to, you know, do this. I, I, you know, I quit my previous job. We got to, you know, keep doing this. And, and yeah, like Janine mentioned, it wasn't until we sought help and got, you know, uh, we talked uh, from, from our friend Eugene and he helped, he really kind of helped break it down and helped me realize like why I was feeling these ways, you know? Uh, so the 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 short the 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 short answer to this the story is basically I think this partnership works because we were committed to becoming better and we were committing to be becoming uh, you know be being better people for each other you know and not being afraid to like just you know start from scratch and forgive each other and no understand start realizing that we both wanted the same thing and kind of like remembering what going back to what made tubby nugget so special in the beginning you know which is just you know we you know we created tubby nugget out of just you know the the love for each other and i'm just like okay you know all this all these other things are like starting to or starting to cloud my mind starting to make me afraid like okay what's our future gonna be like how is this business gonna make money how is how are we gonna sustain ourselves and all those answers were eventually answered but in the moment, all that was really necessary was to remind me, like, hey, nothing else really matters except that, you know, I care about you and I love you, you know. And so let's, we can let's just keep doing this together, you know. So, yeah. Well, yes, I am getting teary eyed. As my audience knows, I cry a lot. I cry a lot. I cry a lot. But I will. <laughs> yeah, Jane. But but, you know, what really, really. um what really spoke to me there, Josh, was one, I want to say thank you for sharing that very human side yeah. of what it looks like to be a business owner. You, at the onset of this conversation, as you all were talking about it, it's very easy for people to hear and think, oh, overnight success. Mm -hmm. Oh, you hit that goal in such a short amount of time. And when we hear that, or when we pick up of you know, storylines that have even just like chapters of that, we think that that's the entire story. Mm -hmm. We think that's how everything like it's, oh, just smooth sailing. And, you know, we hit our oh, revenue yeah. goals and now we're exceeding. And, it, and that is yeah. not it at all. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> as you are continuing to grow as a, a business owner, you're faced with different experiences, new experiences and challenges. And that reveals different parts of you that you may not have been facing before. Mm -hmm. And so the way that you all were able to navigate that and, and to find your way back to, again, what you know brings you joy and also a space where you can serve, right? Where you can bring the lights, like that beautiful combination of it 
it brings you that good energy, but it also puts it out in the world. And that was the foundation, even in, in the onset of the uh, cartoon and sharing that together, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. and just bringing it all the way back to that, I think is a really, really great reminder to any entrepreneur or even a business leader who may be hearing this mm -hmm. and feeling like, oh, I feel off and this doesn't feel right. Well, check in with yourself mm -hmm. and get back to the the root of why you're doing what you're doing and in that space you will find again the ease and the freedom that we all desire when we're doing work that we love to do yeah such a lovely way of putting it hmm. really well what you all have done with this is absolutely amazing. You've got a fan in me. I'd be oh, thank order you. a plushy for my son. He would absolutely love that. Oh, we'll send you one. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for just sharing your story, your journey, your learning lessons. I, I celebrate all of your success, everything that you all are bringing to this world. Thank you so much for just finding your way back to yourself. Thank you Thanks, so much, Karen. Karen. Yeah. This was really lovely. And we this can't wait great. to share more tubby nugget stories with the rest of you so yeah so we'll make sure that everything is linked in the show notes we'll make sure you the instagram where we can get those bursts on our feed of joy and also i know you all have a youtube channel right where tubby yeah. goes through some journeys sorry so we'll make yeah. sure that all the all the good stuff is out there yeah. underneath the show notes so that people can find tubby thank you so much thank Thanks, you it was so nice meeting you this has been in the details if you like the show, tell a friend. For more shows like this, go to success.com slash podcasts.